Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This episode is supported by Heinous, an Asian true crime podcast. Heinous is a revived look at the most heinous crimes that happened across Asia. Every Tuesday, join host Yo Kuang Jin as he digs into the key events of the crime, how the criminals grappled with their emotions and the human circumstances that led to the heinous actions. To stay up to date on the podcast, you can join your fellow heinous fans and interact with the team at or through the socials at heinous underscore one up media on Instagram and TikTok. Ghost Maps and 366 Kill Drive Singapore My name's John. I know the collector through a couple of friends. We've only met once or twice, but I guess that was enough for him to trust me to fill in for him. Today, I'm speaking with Amir, my financial consultant. Amir was already at the coffee place along Kyongsiak Road when I get there. Smartly dressed with perfectly styled hair, Amir doesn't notice me at first. Just like every other time I've met up with him, he was staring at his tablet, lost in a spreadsheet or some reports. He jumps a little, then smiles as I pat him on the back and says, Always damn garang, are you? He laughs and tell me, What to do? Work never stops. We chat a little bit more before I shift the conversation to what we are really here for today. Something that has happened to Amir when he was 16. I place my phone on the table and turn on the voice recorder app. Amir finally put his tablet away, so I asked him to start from the beginning. When Amir was in secondary school, he was always helping out his friends with their math homework, even friends from other schools. Numbers just came naturally to him, so he was happy to be their unofficial tutor. Of course, it didn't hurt those friends would pay for his time with rare Pokemon cards, emo CDs, or even an invitation to stay for dinner. On one particular evening in 2001, Amir was heading to his friend Wei Yong's home, a landed property on Hill Drive. He had never been to Yong's place before, so he asked his mom to drive him there. Yong had given him very specific directions of what routes to take, and strangely enough, what routes not to take. After a couple of twists and turns, Amir's mom found Yong's place and dropped Amir off. Yong's neighborhood seemed ordinary enough. Well lit by streetlights, the sounds of television playing in his neighbor's home. Amir couldn't shake an uneasy feeling. It didn't help that all the lights in Yong's home seems to be off, or that Yong didn't respond to the many times that Amir rang his doorbell. Amir reminds me 
This was the early 2000s. Mobile phones weren't as prevalent as they are today. And so, after a while, Amir decided the best thing to do was to walk back to the main road and look for a payphone. Amir tried to remember the route his mother has taken, but soon found himself lost. He ended up on a stretch with fewer houses, which wouldn't have been particularly eerie if not for the last house on that stretch. The house was large and seemingly abandoned, flanked all around by large banana trees. It was one of those old kampong houses with atap roofs. Its front door hung open, revealing nothing but darkness inside. Amir only caught a quick glance but swore he saw something moving in there. He tried to double back, to get out of there, but for some reason, every turn he took brought him back to that old house. Amir started to panic. The lights in the few neighbouring homes were all switched off now too. More and more, Amir grew certain that was something in the old house and that it was watching him. He started to run. It wasn't the smartest move, but there was nothing else he could do. He only hoped if he ran long enough, he would stumble upon a way out of that stretch. And after what felt like was an eternity, he eventually did. He was on a different stretch now, with different homes, some of which were bustling with activity as families gathered around for dinner or TV time. Further down this stretch, he could see the path to the main road. Amir started towards that path, feeling a sense of relief, until he was gripped by that feeling again. That feeling that he was being watched. The feeling was stronger than before. Amir was a shy kid, but shyness had its limits. He decided to ask one of those families if he could use their phone to call Yong. He turned around towards the liveliest sounding houses on the stretch, only to be greeted by a woman in white standing right in front of him with long black hair and no face. I asked Amir what he did. He tells me he did the only thing he could do he fainted. Amir eventually woke up with a start. He was laying on a bare mattress in what looked like a cross between a bungalow and a temple. By his side was an elderly Chinese woman who assured him in Malay that he was safe. The woman, he soon learned, was a medium who lived where he had fainted. She had been watching that old kampong house for decades now. It had been abandoned many years before, years before she had even moved into the area and passed from owner to owner. No one had been able to sell the land it sat on. Every time someone tried, something strange or tragic would occur. So, the house was just left there to rot, a dark spot in an otherwise friendly neighbourhood. The old woman had spent the later part of her life protecting passerbys from the creature that lived within. She offered to escort Amir back to the main road via a route that she was sure was safe. 
on their way out. However, Amir passed by Yong's house again. This time though, all his lights were on. The television was blasting in their living room. Yong's grandmother was on the couch with his younger sister. His parents were chatting on the swing in the little garden next to their driveway. Yong's father greeted Amir as he stepped through the gates. Amir asked what time the family had returned home from wherever they were. Yong's father looked confused. Amir, Yong's father said, we've all been here since this afternoon. Amir tells me that Yong apologized to him the following week at school. But Amir said that it wasn't his fault. Funnily enough though, Amir says that he met up with a client recently who had moved into that area. The client had invited Amir over for dinner. Amir, of course, very politely declined, but asked if he had seen an old lady patrolling around the neighborhood. Shocked, the client asked Amir how he knew about the Kepo auntie. Amir just smiled and asked the client if he could pass a message to her. Tell her, he said, that the boy who fainted just wants to say Terima Kasi again. This episode of Ghost Maps was guest narrated by me, John Wang from the Long Kang Kiris. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon. Look for We Are Hantu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps is a Hantu production. Created by Kyle Ong and Wayne Ray. With art direction by Jolene Lim. And recorded on Audio-Technica Mics. Well, this has been John Wang, the most handsome narrator from the Long Kang Kiddies. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud and Spotify. Thank you very much for listening. I shall see you next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.